but that shift is invisible in the Chinese. How do you know it happened then? Sometimes because of the sense. Sometimes I have to phone the author and go, is she saying that she hated her or that she hates her? Hey everybody, welcome back for day three of Na Pod Tomo. I'm outside in one of my favorite cafes in Shanghai called Brown 60, and I have gladly plugged them. This is not an advertisement. This is just some place that is lovely. Tried to record from inside, but it's a Sunday, and you can only imagine how busy it is. So I'm definitely getting work done in there, but I wanted to spend some time uh, talking to you about time. Time, time, time. Time is very tricky in Mandarin Chinese. If you're coming from English, which I'm assuming if, well, no, I won't assume. If you're coming from the English language or a lot of other languages that inflect their verbs, and I'll tell you what that is in a second, then Mandarin Chinese is a bit of a shock, a linguistic shock. They don't, uh, like inflecting the verb means that the verb form changes when you change time. For example, walk can be present tense and can be something else sometimes, but generally speaking, when we say, I walked to school yesterday, we use an ED, and that change is called an inflection. And that happens to a lot, but not all verbs in English. And if you're used to that, it's very, very shocking to see the, to not see the verb ever change in Mandarin. If you talk of um, the verb um, I, I, oh, hello, anyhow. <laughs> See, I told you there are going to be many voices in this podcast. <laughs> if you're talking about I, like, well, I need, like I said yesterday, I doesn't change whether it was I love, I am loving, I loved, it's always I, 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 I. Well, I, without any other information in the sentence, just means love and then the time comes elsewhere. That elsewhere is something I'm still teasing out. Oh, one thing I do know is that la, the particle la, L-E, actually does sometimes indicate past tense. So I wonder if, I haven't actually looked this up, but I wonder if I said, well, I need love, does it mean I loved you? <laughs> I wonder. So anyway, so when I can't figure stuff out, I ask people who know the language way better than me, and that's what I did for the clip I'm going to play you now. This is something that I actually put together back when Changing Scripts was its own podcast, not part of the Geopats podcast. This is for a competition for some sweet road gear. I did not win, but it was really fun to put the, the different voices of the people I'm interviewing, the different guests, together in this way to show how different time is in Mandarin Chinese. And their examples are infinitely better than mine because all three of these people know Mandarin Chinese to a level that I probably will never get to know. And that is why it was so wonderful to have them on the podcast. All three of these guests have been on the podcast before in a much longer form, and you're more than welcome to dig back into those episodes if you want to hear more from them. But this is one example of what I'd like to do a little bit more of in the future, is move some of the information from the, from the interviews around in a way where they're kind of group-based. If any of you have anything you'd like to share regarding time in Mandarin Chinese or anything else, please do contact me on the socials. Steph Fuccio is my handle everywhere and my Gmail address. S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O. And just to let you know, I have reached out for some new information from some folks who are going to join us in November. We're having um, some Chinese fiction language geekiness coming later on in November. We're also going to have... Um, Tanya come back and talk about the emotional language of Mandarin Chinese. 
And um, Josh is going to join us again to talk about dating in, uh, in Mandarin Chinese. And there's a lot more coming your way this month. I'm going to have as many voices as I can. And if you'd like to volunteer to come on, whether you're the podcast, please do reach out to me. Doesn't matter if you are a learner, even if you're a beginning learner, I'm sure you have real, uh, recognized something that you'd like to share with people who aren't familiar with the language at all. Or if you're a native speaker, I would love to have more of those voices on the podcast. Basically, contact me. Let's talk. So um, I'll play the clip and then we will be done for the day because we're keeping this under 10 minutes. Yeah. This is Stephanie from the Changing Scripts Podcast. I taught English language overseas for about 15 years, but I was just not possible to get fluency in a second language myself. When I moved back to Shanghai, China in 2017, I decided to get to the heart of the matter, and I started to produce content to show the studying that I was doing. And that led to a podcast. I want to share with you a couple of samples of what my guests have said about the different way that time is expressed in Mandarin Chinese. There's three clips that you'll hear. One is from Eric Olander from the China in Africa podcast. The second is from Tanya Crossman, author of the book Misunderstood. And the third is from Jeremy Chiang, writer, author, and playwright. I think we will say, for example, come at 4.45. And the Chinese have which oftentimes don't use. The time is much less precise. People will say they'll say kind of half hours, hours, but Time as a yeah, meaning yeah, yeah. tends to be less precise. It's extremely complex, but it's very subtle because it's not, yeah, it's not conjugated mm-hmm. to tell you how to do these things. Right. So it's things like can sure to read, can wan sure, can la sure, can sure are a slightly different completed version of reading a book. It's vocab-based grammar. So the verb is always a verb is always a verb. It's just what you do to it in a sentence that changes it. Very yeah. hard to get the implied meaning. Time is fluid anyway because of the lack of tenses. Mm -hmm. And I find this a lot when I'm translating, Mm. where I'll be translating a paragraph and it's past tense, past tense, past tense. And then suddenly I realize the next sentence has to be present tense. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, we've shifted. Mm -hmm. But that shift is invisible in the Chinese. How do you know it happened then? Sometimes because of the sense. Sometimes I have to phone the author and go, is she saying that she hated her or that she hates her? Thank you so much for your consideration in this competition.